Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Thank you. What they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the thick ass kids. This is Primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Oi, oi, fine people of Portland. Welcome in on a, uh, a decent little Wednesday. Slightly different show than normal. It, uh, I call this the, we're, we're bringing in the extra tight ends. It's an all beef mm. show. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, we, it's, it's a big guy cast. It's, it's, it's a big guy cast. Big Souk here. I got Ryan Buckley in there as always. And then we've added, uh, we've added a will. Yeah. We've, we've just decided to, to go screw it. Even though he knocked the other uh, broadcast off the I air for not. an hour, I can promise my big fat feet <laughs> did not hit any cords. This is uh, this is Will's uh, penance for knocking us off the air for an hour. We figure since we paid him to do nothing for an hour while he sat in there, I think he's doing this one pro bono. I don't think you get to count this as hours. I'll tell you what, right now, I had never understood why our fine engineer Jeff McGinley our our superb engineer Jeff McGinley was called crazy eyes yeah. until we went off air <laughs> at that moment yeah. i saw jesus and i was like oh my goodness <laughs> this is why they call him crazy yeah. eyes if you, don't, if you don't know will ortner is uh, he's a young and up and coming whatever here i'm not going to call you a star you're a, you're just you're a young i'm around i hang you're, out you're around you hang out mm-hmm. basically because you're you're willing to work for uh, for next to nothing and you're willing to show up. So we figure if you're willing to show up, half the battle in radio is just that. It's willing to show up. And, and this is the same thing with like making a roster in the NFL. You just can't be in the training room. You can't get hurt. you got to be available at practice, and sometimes that's all you need is to just be available. So uh, Rob's out. Rob's gone all week. And Nemec was supposed to do the show with me uh, today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so we did. Uh, we had my brother in on Monday uh, this is like we're we're doing the the this is the time of the year where we do the revolving cast because people are taking holidays, people get sick, so we had my brother do it with me on Monday. We had a Suksa hazard, and then Buckley slid over and did it with me yesterday, and then Nemec was going to do it with me Wednesday, Thursday. Well, Nemec's dying. He claims he doesn't have COVID. This is like a direct text message I got yesterday. Oh, hey man, just uh, FYI, I can't smell or taste anything. I sound horrible. <laughs> I te- oh, and by the way, he was in close contact, uh, close contact with a COVID uh, person, and he said, "But I, I, if you want, I, I can try to make it in." I'm like, "No, no, you can't make it in." Basically, you just admitted to me that you're dying, 
and you're like, hey, do you want me to, 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 to fight it? No, I don't. And then he called me today and was like, hey, what do you think about uh, tomorrow? I was like, dude, you sound terrible. And I'm leaving on Friday. I'm going to the Army-Navy game on Friday. I'm not having you wheeze on me. I'm not having you wheeze your Rona on me for four-plus hours for me to get on an airplane and then go spread it to the fine men and women of our service academies. Not happening. Or get it while you're stuck in the metal tube. I mean, shoot, everyone would be a close contact at that point. Yeah, but at this point, I don't even think there's... like. I don't even know what COVID protocols are anymore. I don't, are there any? I don't think so. Because now when you get sick, there's like this new, like uh, the RSVP, whatever the hell you call that thing. The VP. Yeah, it's like you RSVP that you're going this. to get sick. It's like uh-huh. an RS something virus. I don't, I, there's a, some virus going around that apparently like every kid knows. RSV, has. my kid had it. I call it the RSVP. Yeah, RSV? just let us. Yeah, just let us know. Like your kid had it, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, ba- yeah it's it's a respiratory virus that uh, is more dangerous the younger you are. Um, so it's it's especially dangerous for younger kids. But uh, tons of adults have had it. You may have even had it and not known it. Yeah. So like this is all going around. But when you get it, like no, like is is it COVID? Because a lot of people don't have tests. They can't get tests. I oh, I just we have a bunch. Do you have a we're, bunch? We're You're stockpiled up? Oh, yeah. Well, both my parents are teachers, and I'm kind of a teacher. Oh, uh, so. yeah. Yeah, shouldn't you be educating the free. youth of America right now? No, they, they drove me nuts yesterday. I had to take a day off. Well, you were like, like the, what, volleyball didn't go your, your right way? No, or? no, I was in with the first graders, and 90% of it was good, but there were these two little guys, and they just drove me up the wall and I, I needed a break. Is it better or worse dealing, like, which is better, dealing with, like, young kids the middle or like high school kids it, it depends on what you need that day because like if i'm tired and yeah. i don't really want to deal with anybody yeah. and i want to go and sit back and hang out on my phone <laughs> then i'm going to the high school i don't uh, have to deal with anybody. they don't want to do anything anyway no and they don't care and i just have to get up every five minutes walk around hey get off youtube get back on to what you're supposed to be doing that's easy it's it's the little kids but when you get the little kids to do something finally like yeah. hey like i taught this kid how to tie his shoe today and it feels it good. feels really really good but when you're really really tired like i I was yesterday and I had to deal with two kids who constantly kept pushing each other and then wagging their butts at each other. <laughs> I was not the happiest of campers. See, I don't think I could handle like I don't mind little kids like in isolated uh, doses. Like you get a little kid. Yeah, that's fine. Little, one singular. Yeah, you get one, maybe two. They're fun. You can rough house a little bit with them. But like if you put me in a room with a bunch of kids, like my uh, the gym I go to has like we go to <laughs> well the, the other the oh, other one i was like the one we go to no 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 they, yeah me and will well on our delts together from time to time i see we just we we've never actually worked out no. together we're afraid that we're too if much we, masculinity yeah if you spend too much time together like our period cycles are gonna like link up already it's a little dangerous we're doing a show together we've never done one of these we're not sure how it's gonna go we're gonna end up having like on the, the same bathroom cycle no my uh my jujitsu gym does like they have a little program called the little ninjas and it's adorable mm. like these little like four to like seven year olds it's the cutest thing in the world they got their little geese and they're rolling around it's just it's adorable but they do these camps mm-hmm. where they do like summer camps and they do winter camps and then they do like uh like parental nights off like they'll do them like once a month where like on a friday you can dump the kids there and then you can go off and you know Mommy do it and daddy can go have special time yeah you have special time right so by the way brazilian top team over in happy valley and oregon oh. city great people shameless plug there but like you'll go in 
for because I go to like a noon class and you'll go in there and the kids camp is going on at one end of the gym. And then we have like a, a little corner that we, we, we do our thing. And it is Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. I just it's like herding kittens. I just sit there and I'm like, how on earth could you do this? Like, if you're a child care worker, if you're, like, a, a regular teacher of little kids, if you're running some sort of summer camp, I have no idea how you keep your sanity. Because you can't, you Alcohol. can't, you can't, like, reason with them. There is no reason. It's like dealing with, the, like, the, the alien like or the predator. There is no reasoning. They're just pure adrenaline. It's just raw sugar. It's just Capri Sun and chicken tendies. And just like 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 pixie sticks, just going at a thousand miles an hour, and there's no rhyme or reason for anything that goes on. None. No, they just get after it too, and they'll be best friends one minute, and then all of a sudden, two minutes later, they're fighting. Like my two buddies yesterday, best friends. As soon as they come in, they're all excited. They just had their tables moved. They get to sit next to each other, right? Within five minutes, they're telling each other that they hate each other. I'm going over there. Hey, boys, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Then all of a sudden, they're best friends again because one of them has gummy bears and they're sharing it. Yeah. And then they hate each other because the other one didn't give him enough gummy bears. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Well, welcome to your world of teaching profession. Well, yeah. hopefully it's just a little part-time <laughs> thing. Hopefully. Nah, you'll end, up, you'll end up teaching. You've got that teacher look about you. Well, both my parents are teachers. Yeah, it's like the yeah, family yeah. business. It's in my genetics, yeah, but I'm trying to get out. You're screwed. I'm no, trying to you, jump out of my genetics. Doesn't work that way. No, that's that not you, true. The, D, the DNA is cast. No. Like my, you, you can make this pathetic attempt at this radio career all you want. You'll return to your dark master. I'm not going to do that. You'll return to the dark master. If anyone can beat genetics, it's me. <laughs> my dad is 5'11", my grandpa's 5'5", five five, and look at me. I'm 6'5". If anyone can beat it, it's me. Isn't that a weird thing? Because like my brother... Brother, my brother is the same thing. He's way bigger than I am. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm six three, maybe six four. John's like six six. If you meet our father, he's like five ten, and in no way built like an O lineman. It's a very strange. Oh, I'm not yeah. quite sure how that works out. And then you do either my- of you have like large uncles? I know that that sometimes is well, like a thing. Yeah, no. we've got the. I have the Scandinavian side. So my mom. Born and raised in Sweden, she's got she like big brothers. Yeah, okay. well, she, she's just—it's just Viking. Yeah, they got Viking blood on that side. So that side of the the Viking genes dominate whatever my dad was bringing to the table. But then vice versa, because if you meet my kids, my kids are all tiny Koreans. So for whatever reason, the Viking genes dominate like the Romanian Croatia genes that my father's bringing to the table. Mm. And you would think that that Viking like is dominant blood. No. The Korean blood whoops its ass. If you meet my kids, you're like, what is happening? Like when I was, when my kids were growing up, like we moved out to the center and they would find out that like, oh, I had a kid coming into high school. And so that the football coach would get all excited and they'd be like, oh man, you got a son. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. I'm like, he's about five, four. He weighs about 90 pounds. Uh, He's a tiny Korean. Even now. It's a my, bit off-putting. I met your, I yeah. met your son. It, yeah, he went to he went to school Central. over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talked to each other. It was one of those things where it was like, whoa, wait a minute. You your dad wasn't joking when he makes the jokes about you being smaller than him or looking a lot different than him. No, it, it was off-putting. It it really is. He's my son is twenty years old, and we joke about it, but he's the smallest one in the house, including the dog. My dog weighs more than him, and he's now grown. He's like maybe five nine. But he weighs like 135 pounds. There's not an ounce of fat on him. And he's got really long hair. 
He looks like he should. He belongs in some sort of tech office in San Francisco. And he's the most Asian of any of my kids. Is he? Super, super Asian looking. And so, like, when you... The my my when we dropped him off at school the this last time it was the second yep. year, and we went up because my my uh, my special lady friend is Japanese, and my son's roommate is kind of a big white doofy looking kid. You know, he's just that. That's the quintessential central yeah. person. He's got a horrible college beard, and he's kind of got like raggedy hair, and he's just he's kind of a big dumpy kid, super nice kid. But we went to the grocery store and we're like, hey, we're going to load you guys up with with all the food, right? Whatever you want. Load it up. Let, let's go. So we go to check out and the lady starts breaking it down into like like two orders. And we're like, what? No, this is this is all on one. And she was like, oh, and what I didn't realize is she thought that we were she thought my my lady friend was my son's mom and that i was the father of the the other one <laughs> so yeah i was like no 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 i'm like I'm like we're attached to this one and this guy's on her own but like when you and we just now realize that that when they see us walking around campus i get paired with his roommate you're, you're, no one no one thinks that i'm my son's father that's, none that's okay my dad's been getting the oh like when did you like come into will's life <laughs> when he was dropping me off i remember in high school i had a coach come up to me one time and he was like Hey, that's really cool that you and your stepdad are just always together all the time. I'm like, I don't have a stepdad. That's my dad. And yeah. Oh, so so then the lady who drops you off sometimes, that's your mom? <laughs> yes, that's my mom. Biological, I promise. Oh, well, dude, you're not going to grow much more. You should, like, get really good at playing basketball <laughs> or something. Like, you're you're not making it. Maybe start wrestling or <laughs> Figure do something, something else. Out. Yeah, get skinny. Stop being fat. <laughs> Maybe run a little bit. <laughs> That's when the doctor says they'd like to see a plateau in your weight. We'd like to see that level off a little bit. They've been asking for a plateau in my weight since I was two. Yeah, it hasn't quite happened yet. Uh, what have we got in today's program? We'll talk a little transfer portal. We'll talk about an Andrew Luck story that popped up in ESPN that I thought was pretty good. Plenty of NFL and college football stuff. A lot of Major League Baseball news as well. Maybe even throw in a little World Cup just for S's and giggles. We've got a big man edition of Primetime coming at you right now with Will and Suk. You're listening to Primetime on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. Song uh, means it's time for the AAA heating and cooling poll question. Log on to Twitter. Go to our little handle, at 1080 to the fan, conveniently located right there. Brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family company helping families over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Let me pull it up right here. And uh, It's not up yet. Will oh, was still using up. the computer in here. Oh, for Pete's sakes. So Will knocks the last show off the air for an entire hour, and now he's screwing up the poll question. To be I, fair, I he's, he's, he's kind of being question. the ultimate utility guy. He's still producing while also co-hosting. That's so right. I'm the Willie Bloomquist of this station. That's right where I was going with that with the Willie Bloomquist, although he's probably like a thousand years old, so we need a new utility. You can be the Jack Coletto. Of this radio station, uh-huh. that's, that's hard for me. He's younger than me. I do know him. He's a good guy. But yeah, it's weird. Like yeah, being he's a younger, cam- he's a camas guy. Yeah, he's you know, a year younger than me. We used to work out together. A lot of shirtless workouts. It was very cool. <laughs> I did not look like him though. There was a lot more man boobs. Well, uh, was, for me, he was like a quarterback, wasn't he? Wasn't he like a little skinny kid? He was a quarterback. He was all. He was always a thick boy. He was. A- <laughs> he was always thick. That's a little. With two di- C's. It's a little disturbing, right there. Why is that weird? I don't know. He you're watching thick. toddlers and tiaras one second, he's and a now year you're younger than now. You're There's talking about you, Colado being thick. That's he, not weird. He won some award today for the most versatile player in college football. The Hornig. What the heck? Am I the only one that had no idea that there was a Paul? I recently I thought it was the Paul Horning Award. And I was like, Paul Horning? It is the Paul Horning Award. I've just been saying Paul it Horning. wrong, I guess. Yeah, I said it wrong. Dusty liked to, he likes to make fun of me, and he waited. So is it indeed it the Paul Horning Award? Yeah, it just it's spelled Hornung, but it's the Paul Horning Award. Oh, all right. Well, then, I, originally, like, when, because I, I didn't hear it until, like, the you guys were talking about it on air. And I was like, what the hell is that? I'm like, who is that? And I was like, that's not the Paul Horning Award? So it turns out he did win the Paul Horning Award, which, again, I didn't know was a thing, but apparently it's for the most versatile player uh, in in college football. So congratulations to the Jackhammer, who is one of my apps. Now, I've never worked out with him shirtless, but he is one of my favorite college football players. Lots of uh, spotting while we were squatting. He's fantastic. I do love that because that's a guy that easily in today's world of college football could have bailed and, and, and gone somewhere else because he, he went to Oregon State as a quarterback, right? Wasn't working out as a quarterback. And, you know, he's not... He's not great at anything, right? He's not an NFL linebacker. He's not an NFL tight end, not an NFL fullback, not an NFL quarterback. He might not be a, a, a great college, any one of those things. But the fact that he stuck it out, had a hell of a career, and maybe he gets a chance in the next level for you know being a special teams guy. But the fact that whether he never plays another down of football, that guy will go down as an Oregon State favorite and a hell of a career, I appreciate that. In, in today's world of college football where... If it doesn't work out for you in seven seconds, you bail on that. I think there's a lot to admire about about Coletto. And I'm glad he won the Paul Horning Award and not the Paul Hornig Award as was or being Hornung. Yeah, I Hornung. That. as that was being reported. That's your Yarmakula moment. He, he, <laughs> for sure. It, oh well. He he bet on himself though, because what a lot of people don't realize with him is and this is because we were I wouldn't say we were close, but you know, we were gym buddies to a degree. And he out of college, he went to a JC, and that's because nobody would sign him as a quarterback. And he goes, no, I'm a quarterback. I'm yeah. not going to Eastern Washington to go play safety or wherever else he had offers. He goes, I'm, I'm an FBS quarterback. I'm a Power 5 level type guy. Yeah. And he went out and, hey, at, at the very minimum, he did get signed as a quarterback to Oregon State. He won a, I believe he won a junior college national championship. Like mm-hmm. he was a really, really good quarterback. Just, you know, it had to transition a little bit. And shout out to him, man. That's fantastic. Well, it's, it's hard because when you – 
when you're talking to high school kids, right? Everyone, everyone wants to believe that they're that they're they're a, a Division One athlete. Everyone wants to believe that they can play at Oregon or Oregon State or Texas or UW or whatever. And this this happens even when you get on campus, right? Because even even if you do earn that scholarship and you think that you're the 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 swing and D, and you roll up there and you realize that every other person on that team, including the the losers that don't play, were exactly like you in high school. It's mm-hmm. just it's it, it can be a reality check for a lot of people, uh, especially if you come from an area that isn't necessarily a football hotbed. And you know, I, I always joke about this, but in my high school career. And I, you know, I I played in Vancouver in the Greater St. Helens League. I'll bet you in the in the the three years because we didn't we didn't couldn't play as a freshman. They wouldn't let us play. Mm-hmm. You could practice, but you couldn't play with the the the, the varsity. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I played against three Division One athletes my entire time. Three. Wow. Yeah, you just don't. You know, and, and so the, most of the defensive line I played against weighed 185 pounds. You're playing against a, a DN that weighs 205. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you you should be able to beat him. I, I played with a, a kid at Fort uh, against the, that went on and played in the NFL. It was another kid at Bay that went on and played uh, at Oregon as an old lineman, and then a kid at Tumwater that went and played UW. But it, that was that, like so t- t- the idea that that I was going to be good. I, I don't know. I thought I was, but to to my high school competition, and this was back in the day where you didn't have a lot of you know there weren't a lot of All American games, and you didn't go to all these different camps. You didn't know. You just played in your own little world. And so I think a lot of kids end up with that bubble popped when you know you get told that hey it, yeah you may you may be a quarterback or you may be a great JC kid or you know you were great in your little town but you get up to the to the big boys and you know that's it's hard. There's a reason why not many of those kids go to play at that level. There's not many. Uh, there's there's a reason why not many of those kids go on to be very good at that level and and that even move on to the next one. It's 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 tough. It's funny how much it's changed though because I played in the GSHL as well. Yeah. And on my team, I played with three guys alone who went to a D1 school yeah. and and power five. Like one guy went to UW, another guy went to New Mexico State. We had guys who went to Eastern. We had guys who went to Montana, all over the place. And I mean, Hawkinson wasn't a traditional power at the time. And yeah, you know, we ended up having a couple state titles, but it, it's interesting. I think when I hear that from you, like, Hey, there were three guys, there was a guy at Fort, there was a guy at Bay. Yep. Nowadays, like almost every school in Vancouver's got like one guy that's like, oh, hey, you're going to a big time. It's program. gotten way better. It, you know, the and, level of competition around here is fantastic. Yeah. All right. So we're uh, back to the poll question. So we'll do this. We'll hit a break and we'll come back because I, I do want to touch upon this briefly because you know the World Cup is going on right now and obviously it's it's a huge deal around the world and it felt like it was a big deal here in the states for a little bit, but then. We didn't. We you know we got we got knocked out against uh, the Netherlands in the knockout round, and now it just kind of feels like it's a little, it's a little dead. And so I simply asked the poll question here: Now the United States is knocked out of the World Cup. What is your current interest? Still as interested? I'm trying, kind of, or I'll see you in four years. Because I want to like the World Cup. Have you ever had one of these things where you want? To like it. Maybe you want to learn to play guitar. You want to learn a language. You want to watch the World Cup. In your mind, you're like, this is something I'm going to get into. And then it just doesn't quite take hold. That, when we come back. Yeah, primetime here on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, the poll question regarding uh, the World Cup, now that the U.S. is knocked out, how much interest do you have? And I bring this up because this happens to me every four years, right? Every time the World Cup comes up. And I told myself this year, like, I, I wasn't going to give the World Cup much mind because of, well, murder. It still blows me away that that, that country, that soulless garbage country over there, murdered 7,000 people to build their crappy stadiums. And it, seven thousand. I would like, have thought it was way more. Well, that's the that's the the, the estimate from like uh, like the humanitarian workers. I think they came out and officially they they said like maybe forty. I mean, it, it was it was slave. It was slave labor. Yeah, they I'm brought people the over. They brought people from poor countries, took away their passports, didn't pay them. They had modern slavery. It's unbelievable. And yet we're like, uh, Coca Cola, Budweiser, go, you know, go cutter. It's just it's it's ridiculous. But every four years, 
I try to tell myself that I am going to get into the World Cup. And this year, you know, the U.S. team was supposed to be good, and, and I was trying to watch the earlier rounds, and I'm not going to say that it had me completely hooked, but I was watching some of the U.S. team. I woke up and I watched when they played the Netherlands, and and I tried watching some of the earlier rounds, and some of the U.S. matches were just so GD boring. Like, I watched some of the, the, the game against... a boring game, yeah, too. It's... Just so defensive. And so now that they're they're gone, again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. And I've just figured out that the World Cup is one of those things for me that I want to be into, I want to like, and I just don't... And soccer in general, I just don't know if it's in my DNA. Because I go to some timber games. I got a buddy of mine who's got like one of those field suites mm-hmm. for the timbers and thorns, and they're really fun to go to. Like We go down, we have some drinks, and the games are fun, and I leave, and I'm like, oh yeah, timbers, thorns, and then I don't think about it for one second until I go back to the games. I... I think it is physically impossible for me to become a soccer fan, even though I, I, I want to be a soccer fan. I, don't, I just don't think it's in me. I think I'm strictly just all Team USA. Because when the U.S. is in the World Cup or the U.S. is competing in the Olympics, I'm right there with you. I'm like, I want to get up early. I don't care that it's in Qatar. I just want us to win. And as soon as we got knocked out, I was like, you know, I don't really think we should have the World Cup here. I, I don't. I think Seth Blatter did a bad job. Shouldn't have accepted all those millions and millions of dollars. And I, I, I don't think it's your problem. I think it's America. That's what we are built on. It's like, hey, we support ourselves, and the minute we're out, who cares? I'm not going to get up early to watch Argentina play Paraguay. I don't care. So when it comes, in four years when it's here in, well, it's, it's North America, it's co-hosted, right? It's going to be in Mexico, uh, the U.S., and, and Canada. Will we care more because it's, it's, it's local? No. Again, I... I have I have attempted to start. I want to learn Spanish. That's another one. See, I go to, I go to to Mexico at least once a year, and I've gone for like twelve years. And every time I go down, like you know what I do when I'm going to get home, I'm going to start Duolingo, I, and and I, I it works for about ten days. I want to learn Spanish. Guess what? Not going to happen. Buck said he wants to like martinis. Yeah, it's like uh, it seems like a cool thing to order in like a classy bar or the right setting or you know on New Year's or something. And I just don't like them. I want to like them. I think I I should like them or would like to like them, but I just don't. I think everyone has something that you attempt to get into because for whatever reason you would think it's cool, you think it'd be classy, you think you should because like everyone else. I mean, there's a billion people watching the World Cup around the world. They all can't be wrong. A billion people. Like uh, the, I, I have a group of friends that that's all they talk about. They won't shut up about it. And and a bunch of them are from Brazil. I bet they're great hangs. <laughs> they seem like awesome people. <laughs> they are. Can you give me their number? I really want to hang out with people that all they do is talk about one nil soccer matches. They're wonderful, but they're from Brazil, right? So they just it is it is their thing. And I'm like, I want to be a, I want to be a part of a billion people watching something. I want to catch World Cup fever. And and I just it, it it hasn't it hasn't happened. Much like I've accepted the fact at this age I'm never gonna learn proper Spanish. I don't think I'll ever be a soccer fan. And it kind of bums me out. And I and I think maybe if I, I'm gonna blame US soccer. Because I feel like maybe if they'd beat the Dutch, maybe then I could pretend to like soccer for like another like six weeks. Well, but here's the real question. Are you gonna get into it when the women play next year or right next year, two years from now? Is it two years? I think it's next I think, year. Don't I'll double they, check on that. I think they stagger, right? Is so it, it's two and two, right? Okay, so okay, so maybe maybe it's two years from now. Two years from now, are you going to get into it when the women play? Because I bet you are. I do. I like I, I like uh, 
the when the when the women made their yes. whenever they make their run, I'm on board. I bought a because Megan Rapino jersey. It didn't fit, which was a load of crap. So if anyone wants a double XL Megan Rapino jersey that really fits like a large, mm. I got it sitting somewhere in my house. No, I totally get on board. I it's the it's the patriotic thing. So it's actually next year. It's uh it's Ooh. next year in Australia and New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. See, that's kick ass. Like, and I would love to go down to that. And again, I'll tell myself, I'll get a buddy and we'll be like, hey, let's totally go. And then we won't go. Yeah. But I'll get wrapped up into it. But it really does, for a lot of it, it, it comes down to what the U.S. is doing. So it's easier to get into the Women's World Cup because we're good. Well, 100%. Like, sorry, it's what our country is. We want to be the best at everything. It's why anytime we have something to claim, like, yes, we have the most Toyota trucks out there. Yes, we are the top this. We are the top that. We care about being winners, and we care about winning. And unfortunately for men's soccer, we don't care about it because we don't win. And, like, yeah, we have this build of young young guys led by Pulisic who are supposed to be top-tier players. They're playing in the Champions League. They're playing internationally. They're winning games. But the problem is... They lose when it matters most. We don't care about Kirk Cousins. We care about Tom Brady. Right now, we're the Kirk Cousins <laughs> of soccer. Someone that that hurts. That hurts my feelings that we're the Kirk Cousins of soccer. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with Kirk Cousins. I feel like Kirk Cousins catches more strays than anyone else. That's well, right. We've quite literally like we've never made it past that, or we haven't made it past that round of eight in like you know 50 years or something like that. Yeah. So we didn't it's, even uh, make the last two either. So it's well, yeah. Well, we didn't make the last one. It's been eight years since we played in one. Like I was watching today the. Uh, because uh, the the you know my my gal being Japanese that's like sports over in Japan is a national pride sort of thing so they had a nice run they knocked out Germany they knocked out Spain mm-hmm. uh, they made it to the knockout round and they took uh, was it Germany Port- no they took Portugal I think to to penalties or maybe it was Croatia I think it was Croatia Croatia yeah and, I think you're right and uh, like I saw there was it a, was Croatia it was Croatia I saw them coming home today uh, landing in Japan and you would have thought that. You know that that Led Zeppelin and Rolling Stones from the 1968 World Tour came back. I mean, it was insane, and I, I love that. I love the national pride that goes along with that. And I get that those countries are way smaller than us, but I do get a little jealous. And I think that's why I want to embrace soccer, why I want to like the World Cup. Because when I see that, I mean, that's a team that didn't win anything. But for those, for that country of Japan, when those guys look it up on, and you can find it on Twitter, and it's it's bouncing around. Just go look up the airport return of the Japanese soccer team. And look how cool that is. And I wish, and maybe this is just my my stupid naive, I wish we had, I wish we had some of that. And and I, I, I wish that we had something that united us like that. Well, did you see the other thing about them that was going viral, the way that they had left their locker room and the way their fans were cleaning stadiums? Yeah. That, like, that they have, in general, their sense of pride in everything they do is is so advanced compared to the rest of the world. It's I, I'm envious of it. Yeah, right? It's just kind of one of those things that I, 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 again, going back to, I want to be a fan of, but I, I and, and maybe it's just, you know, the, the, the culture that we're raised in, we don't have it. And someone brought up hockey. That's another one. People will watch the Stanley Cup playoffs and get all jazzed up into it and be like, hey, I'm going to be a hockey fan. I think at some point in your life, you you just kind of settle into a rut, and I think it's hard to get out of that. I think when you when you get in the groove of life, see, you're a young Sparky. You're I was like, say, I'm not there yet. No, you're like 25, yep. right? So you still have time to mold. But, Buck, you're what, 30? 30, 37. 37. Do you have this? Do you feel like it's hard to have new things that come into your life? 
Uh, to a degree, especially, I mean, for it to be like a, a either a hobby or a passion, there for most things, there, there's like a an entry level commitment that it's it's going to be a certain amount of time or hours or money that gets put into it, and there are few things I'm willing to cross that threshold for now. Yeah. You, know, you you like what you like, and you don't what you don't, and it's not that I'm not interested in new things, but if if it's going to be something that I, I'm really going to be passionate about, then it's going to probably have to take away from somewhere else that I'm, I'm already giving time or money. Yeah, so, Will, if there's something that you want to get into, do it within the next five years or you're screwed. I think once you cross that 30-year-old like threshold, mm-hmm. I think that's where the ruts really begin to, to get worn and you settle into that nice, smooth ride. And to get out of that rut is going to be a bumpy ride when you have to form new ruts. All right, so what you're telling me right now is I really need to get into dating Margot Robbie <laughs> right now. That right would now. that would be. I, I, I was trying to get into dating Halle Berry, and, and it didn't happen. And then once I got to a certain age, then it, then, it no. It just, yeah, you just kept saying no to her every time she yeah, kept trying that, to hang out. Hasn't hasn't happened yet. Still got my fingers crossed, but I think I'm too set in my ways. Plus, she seems like a handful. She can't keep a man. I feel like she would be annoying. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like Let me she just would say, just be for the record, so would Margot Robbie. No, she would not. She's awesome. There didn't, is. Uh, didn't Halle Berry get a restraining order on David Justice, the former uh, Braves outfielder? I have no idea. I think they were together. Well, they were married, and it was like a, and it was a uh, kind of an ugly falling out, and it required her getting a restraining order on him. Let me just say this for Halle Berry or Margot Robbie or whatever your Hollywood crush is. Trust me, they're insufferable. No, a hundred percent. Don't you dare besmirch her name. And you know why they're insufferable? Because they can be. And it doesn't matter. They can do whatever the hell they want. They are Godzilla and you are millions of fleeing Japanese. You are powerless because they don't need you for anything. They're way better looking than you. They're way more talented than you. They make way more money than you. You have nothing to offer. That's nothing whatsoever. And the moment you put up any sort of resistance, they will go find a younger or older, better looking, richer version of you. It's just it's it's impossible. But none of those people can give a back massage like me. No, you. I'm Margot Robbie is waiting. I think she is single though. So there That's, you go. So it could happen. Well, it, I'm it, not single. Maybe hopefully the girlfriend it, will understand. It, 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 give it time. Everyone's got one of those. All right, we come back. Oregon makes it official. You're listening to primetime here on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I was reported earlier this week that Oregon was on the uh, precipice of hiring uh, University of Texas San Antonio co-offensive coordinator Will Stein, not to be confused with when Ben Stein's money, uh, as their new offensive coordinator came down today. It is official that Will Stein, who is 32 years old, if you want to keep 
or continue to feel like a thousand years old. Everyone on Oregon staff is like 10 years younger than me. And it's just, it's weird. Because when I started in the business, I was like 24, 25. So everyone that I covered was usually older. And now it's the exact opposite. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, you're all up, maybe like my age. And I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, you're 32 years old. Well, and I'm in that strange spot right now where I'm 37. So they're like exactly in my age range or a little bit younger, like Dan Lanning, a year younger than me, this new offensive coordinator, a couple years younger than me. It's a little bit jarring when these people, these positions have always been older than me, and now they're starting to become younger than me. So I reached out to Dave Bartu to see if he wanted to come on to talk about him. We'll probably get him on sometime uh, later this week. But this, this is the most Dave Bartu text ever. Um, so I said, Hey, thoughts on the new Oregon, Oregon OC, you want to chat? And he said, not today. Just got home from a week in Grenada consulting government on legalizing weed (laughs) and grown slash hemp. I can shoot you a message tomorrow or later. And I said, that is just vintage Dave Bartu. Hey Dave, you want to talk about uh, Oregon's OC? Nah, consulting a foreign country about legalizing weed. God bless Dave Bartu. Is he America's number one weed guy? It's is possible. It is it him or Snoop? It has to be. Dude, Dave is the... And by the way, again, shameless plug, the Pro Athletes Hemp Association, his products are freaking phenomenal. I want to get into those. I'll yeah, they're they're great. He's got some pain rubs and like some of the, uh, the sleep tablets that are absolute game changers. But um, Dave said, uh, he just shot me doing, he said, through 12 weeks this year that... Stein's offense and Oregon's offense were basically the exact same as far as efficiency, nearly the exactly the same as the uh, the pace of play. He did say that uh, Texas San Antonio was a bit slower, more control, um, but was better with a, which is better with a weaker defense because Oregon's defense wasn't very good, and Texas San Antonio did have a better defense ranked than than Oregon's in regards to their competition. So it sounds at least from what we were talking about from an efficiency standpoint, from a run pass standpoint, they threw the they had two receivers that caught eighty plus balls, but they also had a couple guys that averaged five and a half yards a carry. This kind of seems a little bit like Oregon's offense, just again with with a new uh, with a new coordinator. It seems like they want to have a lot of options. That's what Coach Lanning likes. He doesn't want to be a strictly air raid team like you know the WSU Mike Leach teams. He doesn't want to strictly be a run team like Iowa because they can't find a competent quarterback or frankly a competent offensive coordinator to call a competent. Yeah, Lanning's not trying to hire his son, which is a good thing. Well, that would be (laughs) weird. If he hired a six-year-old son, that would be weird, (laughs) right? But it just seems like this Oregon team they want to be balanced offensively. They want to be a team that can beat you in a multitude of ways. So that way, if something does go the wrong way, they are able to lean on something else. You don't have to just be like, well, we shut down the passing game and now they're screwed. Yeah. So I like that that's how Coach Landing is going. And that, that seems to be a smart way that I would think instead of just relying solely on one thing. Like, let's have a bunch of things we're good at. Here is Will Stein about his offensive philosophy. Our version of that on offense is won the football. Okay, We want to be a violent football team running the football. And we say run to win. Our perimeter blocking, I think, shows up as much as anybody in the country with our wideouts striking on the perimeter, okay? And then our backs in pass protection, all right? Two, get your best players the ball as many times as possible. We say feed the studs. That's our way to say it. It's not rocket science. Coach said it earlier. Plays are highly overrated. I'm going to talk spacing. They're great plays, but it's overrated. If we got trash players, they don't look as good. We have really good players at UTSA. Okay, so get your players the ball as many times as you can. We want to throw the ball down the field, right? We say two times a quarter, that's eight a game. That's minimum shots down the field. 
Okay. Then forward says mixed formations, shifts, motions, and tempos. The, the day of going fast all the time is, I don't want to say it's over because it's not, but we like to set the pace on offense. And that kind of goes along with what Bartu was talking about is maybe playing a little bit of a, of a slower pace, which if you are struggling on defense, and I'm going to say Oregon is going to struggle next year, but let's it's, it's weird because when Dan Lanning came over from Georgia, we all thought, oh, okay, this is the SEC, the rugged defense, but you found out that the players you had on Georgia's defense didn't necessarily come with Dan Lanning. And the big weakness on this team was defense. So if you do have a weak defense, it is not uh, advantageous to play a, a fast style of offense. So you would hope that the defense gets better, but the fact that he did talk about there of, you know, you don't have to go fast all the time, I do think that would help uh, along with, a, with with maybe a rough defense. It wouldn't shock me too with Stein if he's one of those coordinators who he can go fast when he wants to and he can go as slow as he wants to. A lot of teams, what you're seeing now in college football and shoot, in the NFL and in high school is back in the early 2010s, it was go as fast as possible because defenses aren't ready for that. Well, now defensive coordinators have packages and they've made transitions and players are evolving constantly to be ready to play that. Yeah, no one's doing, no one's doing extra cardio anymore. Exactly. So what you have to do is you vary it up. Sometimes you go fast. Sometimes you go slow, whatever you can do to dictate tempo offenses will do. So I like that, that Stein is going to keep that. And I like that he's willing to take a couple shots each, each half. It, it's it's difficult in college football to have eight play drives for touchdowns. It's a lot easier to run the touchdown play, throw it deep, <laughs> and let someone go and do something special like a Troy Franklin or a Chris Hudson. So I, I like that, the constant attack, not relying on the explosive plays, but not being afraid to take them when you get them. And we know that with a young coaching staff, uh, when, when success comes, you're going to get pilfered. Right. I mean, it didn't take long. We saw, you know, the, the one side of the ball that was quite good this year. Your coordinator didn't even last a season. He was being hired before your season was even over. And one of the, I think, the underrated aspects or maybe the most challenging aspects of building a program, especially for a young coach without a big coaching tree, is this is having to hire coordinators. If you look at, at, at what undoes programs faster than just about anything else, well, one recruiting. Recruit. Yep. But the other one is, Coaching attrition. When you lose coaches and you see it year after year after year, there is very few programs minus Alabama. Ohio State's been able to do this. But outside of the elite, elite programs, coaching turnover can really send you down in a spiral. Look no further than than Clemson. Clemson still has Dabo, but none of those guys that were winning national titles are with Dabo anymore. And once those guys started taking other jobs, when Chad Morris left, when Venables left, we started losing position coaches to coordinator spots elsewhere, all of a sudden Clemson looked real, real mortal. So this is a big hire for Lanning. And, you know, hopefully Stein, who is a very young guy, you know, again, 32, only been in the, the business for a little while, has never been a full O.C., you know, you cross your fingers that you hit a home run with Dillingham and that you hit another home run with Stein. His offenses were really good at uh, at Texas San Antonio. I mean, they averaged, uh, what, 300 yards throwing, averaged 177 on the ground, top 25 national offense. So knock on wood, or in this case, whatever. Granite? Yeah, I think, I think this is fake. I think this is a wood veneer. Foam marble? Foam marble. You hope that uh, that this is another home run higher for the uh, for the duckies, and then you got to do ask the question: if the defense does continue to struggle, how long is Tosh Lapoy here for? Because there was that talk towards the end of the year that Landing got more hands on with with the defense. I, I think he got a lot more hands on. You could see it just by the way he talked to his players on huddles. 
I, I think you trust Coach Lanning in this situation. Like he's continuing to get in five star players. Yep. I think the problem with his guys that were playing in his defense this year is a lot of them were recruited for a different style of defense. So now you're trying, you know, to ham and egg your way through forcing guys into spots that they're not really supposed to be in. And look, not here to call anyone out, but there's a couple of players who underperformed. Yeah. And there's a couple of guys who they came in as five-star kids. They were supposed to light the world on fire. And the minute you saw them play, you went, they're not going to light the world on fire because they don't play inside of a defense. They're a me guy. They're a Kobe Bryant type where they want to make the big plays. Well, when you go out for every big play you make, you leave someone on an island for two or three more, and it burns you against UW, it burns you against Georgia, and it burns you against Oregon State. Yep. All right, we come back. Uh, we'll talk a little transfer portal, all the rage right now in the world of college football, and a very interesting story on Andrew Luck, if you haven't had a chance to take a look at that. Highly recommend reading Seth Wickersham's piece on that. All of that when we come back. A big man edition of Primetime right here on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 